Good evening, loves, and welcome back to another episode of the After Hours Podcast. I'm so happy that you're listening. Um, in last week's episode, I said that I would start doing these, like, more ahead of time. It is actually Thursday night. It's 5.13 p.m. Um, so I didn't really keep that promise. But I just kind of acknowledged, like, okay, like, I... Obviously, I thrive off of doing things last minute because it hasn't gone wrong. Like, there hasn't... I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Like, it was, like, Wednesday, and I was like, maybe I should record my podcast. Or yesterday, duh. I was like, maybe I should record my podcast today, but I was like, no, I can't do it. Like, I can't think of anything. It needs to be, like, the day of. So, yeah, I didn't need to tell you guys that, but I'm going to tell you anyways because why not? Um... Yeah, so, anywho, I hope that whoever's listening, I hope that you had a good day. I hope that it was, you know, swell, I guess would be a good word for it. Today, I'm going to be talking about, um, hold on, I have to cough. Okay, I'm back. There's been something stuck in my throat since, like, last night. I don't know what's going on. Um, anyways, this is a chaotic episode already, but... What I'm going to talk about today, and I need this more than anyone right now, decluttering. Let's declutter everything. Let's just get it out. Like, let it all go. You know what I mean? It's not as easy as it sounds. Trust me, letting go is a huge, huge process. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes a lot of thought and pain, but I think that it's such an important thing. Personally, I suck at letting things go. I really like to hold on to things. I like to go back to things, um, whether it's habits, whether it's people, whatever. I'm just not good at letting things slide or not letting things slide, letting things go. Um, You know what I mean? So, kind of following what last week's episode was about, if you didn't listen to it, that's fine, but you should go listen to it because I really, really loved um, doing last week's episode because it was, I feel like it was just, it was a fun one. So you should go listen to it if you haven't yet. And yeah, um, I would appreciate it, but I think that it's a good follow-up for that one because I'm going to talk about ways to like declutter your life and I don't know if you can hear but my little brother is playing Fortnite right now and he's the loudest person with the girliest laugh so if you hear anything that sounds like a two-year-old girl like getting tickled that would be my little brother playing Fortnite with his friends okay um okay so I'm just gonna talk about things that I do or have done in the past, I guess. I haven't really done them recently, but I'm trying to. To kind of feel cleaner, not in, like, a real sense where I feel, like, actually clean, like, hygiene and stuff like that. But, like, obviously you should do that too. But feeling clean is in, like, a clean life, a clean slate. Um, just that kind of thing. A, a whole new look, a whole new clean, just a clean feeling to, you know. So the first thing I have... you all is to move 
I think that I really underestimate how much moving can like improve your day like when I um the first couple months of school this year you know I was away and when I like felt anxious or just like annoyed angry whatever it was I would go to this park and I've probably talked about it a million times it's probably getting annoying at this point but I don't care I would go to a park and I would just like walk I would run it was like a 30 minute walk to Starbucks and back so sometimes I would like walk to Starbucks go in there sit there have like a snack and a coffee and then walk back talk to someone on the phone in the process like I don't think I realized how amazing it was to be able to do that you know like when the weather was nice and all that kind of stuff because then when winter rolled around I couldn't I didn't have the luxury of just walking because it's cold it's icy you could fall the trails are all you know snowed over and I was like oh my gosh like I used to move a lot more even if it wasn't like technically working out you know you don't have to be lifting weights in order to just move your body you can like walk in circles in your bedroom and you're still moving you know like why do you think people pace back and forth when they're stressed or they're nervous or when they're trying to get their point across that's why people pace because they need to be moving their body because so much emotion is going on and I just didn't realize that and today I went to the chiropractor and my mom was like let's go walk somewhere I was like, I don't want to. I'm tired. My body hurts. I just don't want to. She's like, you're going to feel better if you do it. And we ended up, you know, since we couldn't really go anywhere outside because we didn't want to fall. It was cold, whatever. Um, we went to Walmart and just walked in laps around Walmart. And it felt great for my body. It sounds really stupid. And you don't have to go to Walmart in order to move. But in the winter, you do have to like, you know, go to the gym or go to a mall or literally walk around your house like you know I guarantee that if you walk around your house you'll find things to pick up things to clean things that you forgot to do like it it just it kind of jump starts your body in a in a really awesome way and I think that moving physically does so much for you mentally I think that it helps so much with getting stress and worry out of your system whether it's walking, jogging, running, dancing, or, you know, working out, lifting weights, whatever it is, it can do so much for you and it's helping you physically also. So it just, it makes so much sense. I think that sometimes like, you know, when we're tired and we had a long day and whatever, and we're kind of sitting there and mentally are just drained. We're like, okay, the last thing I want to do right now is walk around. Like the last thing I want to do is be active because my mind is just dead like it's just done but I think that having at least one of those you know parts of your between mentally and physical mental and physical between the two having at least one of them that can be active is great because like you know when you're sick and you can't really do anything so you end up like your mind is just like all over the place and you're like I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this and you end up doing weird like when I'm sick I'll end up like painting or like doing things that I just wouldn't normally like reading like I don't really read or paint that often but I end up doing it because there's nothing else to do because like my body is so shot but my mind is like 
it's still working you know so when you are mentally just feeling like it's not it this is not your time move your body it's so worth it even though it, it sounds like hell when you're in the moment it's so so worth it another thing that goes with that is being in the heat whether it's a sauna or I don't know if you live in a warm I don't know who listens to this podcast but if you live in a warm climate good for you I'm jealous of you right now but I guess being in a sauna is really like one of the only things or I don't know a heat pad or whatever but saunas are so amazing for like sweating it out and just you just get to sit there and I think that that's another place where both your mind and body are active because you're not really like moving but like your body is feeling the heat and it's sweating things out and that is working for you both mentally and physically because you can almost feel the stress leaving your body as it's being sweat out physically feeling it will help you mentally feel it too which it's it's so cool that it works like that even if it's not like biologically right or scientifically right or whatever at least it feels like it like whenever I've been in a sauna or I've been like going on a run or whatever it feels like I'm like going through therapy at the same time it's so worth it every time and it's like pain in the best way you know what I mean so moving sweating getting outside doing something with your body is going to help Another one is setting up a routine. Now, I've probably talked about this a lot too. This is kind of a bit of a bit of things are getting repeated, but I guess the overall idea is kind of different than other episodes. But um, setting up a routine is something that I'm still working on, and um, I think. One thing that I'm slowly realizing with routines is that it doesn't need to be set in stone right away. It doesn't have to be forever. It just has to click. You know, like, I always, I always end up watching these videos on YouTube that's like my 6 a.m. morning routine, my 5 a.m. morning routine, whatever. And it's usually the same thing for every person. It's like, they just make it look really cool because most of the people who post about it on YouTube are like rich and they live in cool houses or they live in New York or something. So like that's why you watch the videos because they live in this cool city and it's like, oh, like now I maybe this will make me want to get up at five in the morning. Like that's great. But also like acknowledge what's around you. Acknowledge what you want to do in the morning because like influencers are cool until you realize that you don't know them. And they don't know you. And your life is your life. You know, I feel like I get so attached to social media and looking at all of these people who look like they have it all together because they have money and they have people watching them. So, of course, they're going to put the things that make them look perfect online. They're not going to put the hard days or the the tough stuff. Like... You know what I mean? It's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not, like, saying that influencers are not, like, real people or not good people. I'm just saying that it's way more important to acknowledge your life. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to watch those videos every now and then because I do find them fun. And it does give me ideas. Like, sometimes I'll see um, 
someone use like a certain thing for their coffee or or like a certain type of yoga thing I don't know but I'll I'll like get ideas from it I'll be like oh okay that's cool I want to do that in the morning you know like that's what that's what those I think are like meant for but I think sometimes I get lost in like the like how aesthetically pleasing it is and stuff and it's like okay well I look around my room is messy and I don't have my clothes organized and I don't you know I get so caught up in it that I forget that my life is a mess and I'm just I'm only watching theirs because their life isn't a mess and I wish that mine was more like theirs and that's just not a way to live you know and I feel like that goes for everybody because you know 18 year old girl and I'm guessing most of the people listening to this are on social media like it's it's what we all see and I wish that I didn't look at it as much but that's something that I'm working on so but yeah just focus on your life it's much more important it doesn't make their life any less important it just means that you should put your precious precious life first and back to so back to the routine thing what did I say right okay I remember um so it doesn't have to be set in stone doesn't have to be forever as long as it just makes sense to you you know like it doesn't have to be like okay at 6 a.m I wake up at 605 I write my journal at 615 I do this like I kind of tried that at one point it does not work at least not for me like having those timestamps because like life happens you feel different every day what if you wake up with a stomach ache you're not gonna want to journal like you know what I mean it doesn't always work out like that so I think just making good like framework I guess I don't really know or like an outline sort of thing rather than like having this submitted like for real like this thing that you have to follow like your morning should not be something that you schedule out and you feel like you have to do certain things don't get me wrong there are things that you have to do like obviously brush your teeth obviously like you know don't like stuff like that brush your hair make yourself look presentable like all that kind of stuff but I'm just saying like things to improve your day like don't do things just because like if you don't like putting on anything for your skin you're just not a skincare kind of person you just want to wash your face or you just don't want to do any of it and it makes you feel better then do it it's all about what makes you feel good like I personally am just not a huge fan of the whole skincare thing I don't want a skincare routine it's just not me it's not my thing so I don't do it and I feel fine without it and maybe one day I'll feel better with it but like you just gotta try stuff out it's it's very important to do things in the morning because that sets up your entire day if you have no morning routine and you wake up like a half an hour before whatever you're going to starts whether it's school or work or whatever it's probably not going to be the best day because you're not up and at them you're not really ready or you didn't have time to like tell yourself like okay today's gonna be a good day or here's what I'm gonna do here's my to-do list um like I'm feeling good whatever you didn't even have time because you're you know waking up like right before this thing starts I know from experience I'm sure that you all have woken up late for work or late for school or whatever at some point and it, it just ruins the day you know 
So having that morning routine, it's just, it's the little things. Like you got to sprinkle in little stuff in there. Like, like, oh, what did I, I came up with a morning routine the other day. I was just, sometimes I just write stuff down. Like this is what I want to do in the morning and not like a specific time. Um, but I think that I put like something about like starting to brew coffee and then going to do something else. I don't remember what exactly the thing is and coming back and like having the coffee, like having that little, it sounds stupid, but like starting the process of something and then going and getting something else done and then going back to it and like having the coffee and then you feel more productive. It, it just adds, you know, and that's just me personally, like you all have different versions of your little coffee pots in the morning. Like, that, whatever gets you up and at them for the day, do that. Do what makes you feel good. It really is common sense. Because why would you do what makes you feel bad? You don't want to feel bad. You know? Take care of yourself. Right? Okay, the next one. Oh my god, I'm stressing this one a lot because because it's important and I came across this the other day and I was like wow I should put that in the podcast episode do the things you're constantly thinking about meaning if you are always thinking god it would be so cool to be friends with that person okay so what's stopping you you know or like even if it's just procrastination, like you get an assignment and they say, okay, it's due at the end of the week and it's Monday. And it's like, okay, I know let's do at the end of the week. I'm just going to wait it out until I feel the need to actually do it before it's due. Then you're going to be thinking about it all week and it's going to stress you out. Maybe, maybe it won't for some people. It doesn't. But I know for most people, they have it in the back of their mind. For me personally, I have a million things in the back of my mind right now and it gets so crowded and hard to actually focus on things that matter and being in the moment i was at work on oh what day was it it was friday of last week and i had worked from like early in the morning until one in the afternoon and i had been feeling like really off like my body's been off ever since I got in the car accident but it was like feeling like it it was like hard to breathe kind of not like a really bad way but in a way where it was like I should not be feeling like this this is wrong like something is off and um you know this was the Friday right before the weekend right before I went back to school and um I had like this whole conflict with work and school stuff on Saturday and I was trying to figure it all out and I felt bad for both sides and I was just you know thinking about purpose a lot thinking about my school a lot my friends a lot like everything was just going on in my brain and I wasn't taking action on any of these feelings because I did not want to feel any of them and um so I was just feeling off at work and I was like okay I could say like hey can I go I really don't feel good. I think I need to, you know, go to the doctor. I don't know, do something. Um, but I was like, you know what? I, I was cooking. I was like, they need me. I'm going to I'm gonna wait it out. You know, it's not like I have to close. I'm going to be fine. I can just get out of here at 1 o'clock. So I waited it out a few more hours. 
and I was, it was getting really bad by the time I had to leave. Like I felt really dizzy. I did not know what was going on. I was just doing my job um, without really like talking to anybody. And I was like just hoping that no one would notice that I felt terrible because I didn't want to have to, you know, make a big deal about it in a work place. And I left and I got in the car and I was like, oh my gosh what's going on this is scary like I feel terrible right now and I couldn't even really stress like what part of me like my whole body already hurt because like my back is out my neck is out whatever but like my chest and my breathing was just not good and I felt like tears coming and I was like why am I crying like what what's wrong like what is hurting you know and I drove home and I texted my mom to make sure that she was gonna be there and she walked in and I was like, I think I need to go to the ER. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but something's not right. And she was like, well, what do you mean? Like, what hurts? And I just like, couldn't talk. I couldn't really figure out what did hurt. I was crying hysterically. I just, I felt, I felt like I really needed to go to the hospital and I was like, I need to go to the ER right now. And um, she was just like, you don't need to go to the ER. You know, I know what this is, just whatever. And she was trying to calm me down. And I was just, I was angry and there was so much stuff going on in my head and so many things I had to worry about. I had like a meeting with someone in an hour that I like told them I would be at. And I had made commitments for the next day that I was worried about. And I was like, nope, I cannot be feeling like, I can't be feeling this way. I have stuff to be at. And she was like, honey, like you're having a panic attack and you're having it because you're doing too many things at once. So you need to just stop. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that kind of makes sense. And I... It took a while for me to like stop crying completely and to kind of calm down. Like I remember she, my mom would kind of like, she was talking to my dad on, I don't know, she was talking to someone on the phone. She called somebody and um, she would mention certain, almost, almost like not really like triggers, but she would just mention like certain words and things that would stress me out and I would, could feel like the breathing, you know, coming on again. And I was like, my god this is the worst thing I've ever experienced this is awful I would run the two mile for track again for a whole year if I never had to feel this way again and eventually I kind of calmed down I went down to my room and it took a while but I fell asleep and I just slept and slept and slept and then I kind of woke up and I was like oh my god I need I'm so full and cluttered and busy and I'm not letting myself acknowledge that I'm feeling any of it like it's so important to take action when it comes to your feelings and your mind because if you don't it results like that it, re it results in you not being able to breathe or function or see straight makes you feel like you're dying like that's when it all piles up 
that's what happens it it's so bad there's so many things on your mind that it starts to affect you physically too and when that happens it's game over like what can you do about it if you can't function mentally or physically you're done like you know that's when you have to take a break and you have to cancel things and you have to think about yourself first and it sucks in the moment like I was like god I don't want to not go to work tomorrow I don't want to cancel this meeting I don't want to cancel all these things but like in the long run I'm not going to be able to be okay with doing these things if I don't just rest you have to acknowledge the things that are going on around you and it may be hypocritical of me saying that because I'm not good at it yet either but I am trying because I don't I'm not naive. I'm probably going to end up feeling that way again. I'm sure everyone, a lot of people at least, have have felt that at one point. And if you have, I'm sorry. That's terrible. I would never wish that upon anybody. But I think it kind of, it was like my body telling me, like, slow the hell down. You don't have to, you know, be there for everybody and do everything. It's okay to worry about your health first. It's not a bad thing. You know? And I guess I I wanted to share that, that that happened because I know that a lot of people go through those things and they don't talk about it. I don't. I don't like when my parents bring it up. I don't want to. I don't talk to my friends about it. Because, you know, I can, I can think about it and heal with it on my own. I'm saying it on this podcast because I have a pretty strong feeling that a lot of people who listen have felt that before. And they feel like they're the only ones who have ever experienced it. Because it does feel like that in the moment. It's like no one understands this. No one knows what I'm feeling. But I do. So this me saying this is not is not for sympathy it's not for attention trust me I would never want attention for something like this it is me just letting people know that I get it I understand and I'm someone that you can talk to about those kind of things because I want to help that's the main reason that I would you know share stuff like that um but anyways kind of got really emotional for a a second there but um what was I talking about thinking about things means nothing without action it means absolutely nothing if you think about eating healthy food and then you eat crap you're still eating crap your actions take over every time your actions always win whatever you do it's it's the the I don't know how to say it. It's just it's just what wins. So if there are things that you want to do and you know that they're going to make your life better, it may be hard. But just remember that thinking about them constantly is going to it's going to stress you out. It's going to make you anxious. And then eventually it's going to make you crash. And what's the harm in doing it? You know? It, it's new, it's scary, sure, but that's everything. So why the hell not? Hmm? Why the hell not? 
I feel like I always repeat things at the end of the podcast episodes because I don't really know how to like bring it to an end but I do have one thing for you before I end this episode and that is for this episode of decluttering or whatever I end up calling it clean your room today is the day I am sitting in my bedroom right now as I record this and I am staring at all of the things that I need to pick up and I want you to know that I'm cleaning my room tonight and if I'm cleaning my room tonight so are you if it needs to be cleaned I'm pretty sure that everyone has a messy room at some point so I hope you're hearing this at the right time clean your bedroom you deserve to feel good about the space that you're living in and not just the space you're living in as in your bedroom or your house but in your mind and your body and your soul you deserve to feel fresh and clean and cleaning your room does a lot more for you than you think it does so i think that that is a good first step so and this is going to hold me accountable for cleaning my bedroom because I've been putting it off and I don't want to do it but now I'm going to because I told you all that I'm going to do it so let's clean our rooms together thank you thank you thank you for listening I hope that you have a wonderful wonderful evening take the night for yourself declutter your room declutter your mind write some stuff down get it all out do what you need to do move your body make a cup of tea and get some good sleep Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night.